She's a lot like McGruff the crime dog. McBird? Big Bird? No, he's not like McGruff the crime dog. I think they're both trying to public service is their their function. Oh, okay. Yes, no, they have been. They're they're both both elected officials. (laughs) (laughs) They want your vote. Cocktail fans, and welcome to the Gentlemen of Elegant Leisure, episode 76. 76. Yep. I get trombones out of my head. Ow. Oh, well, you got to go to the doctor. Yeah. <laughs> I know. How'd you, get, how'd you get get the trombone in the first place? Yeah, I don't know. It's just 76 trombones. It's just oh. Like, it's, it's oh, like, oh, I got you, yeah. Yeah, it's just as soon as you said that, I just... Right, and that's because you're just a little bit older than we are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think of the bicentennial of the United States of America, because 76 was big when oh. I was about seven. Right. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I missed that whole thing. It was the 70s. You know? you, know where, you know where I was on the American bicentennial in 1976? Disneyland. Oh, darn, what? I told you that story. Really? Oh, I don't know if you have or not. You no. might have, but I just guessed, because that would be a... <laughs> that's where it was. Wow. 1976. On July 4th? July 4th at Disneyland. How'd you get in? How'd you get out? Well, <laughs> I, was, uh, I was thin. I could squeeze through the fence. <laughs> Nobody was looking. Yeah. That was a hell of a day. It was a hell of a day. I bet you could find clips of that on YouTube. Oh, I bet you could. It was you in it. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know. Mm. I'll have to Google that later. You were uh, a lad of 11? I would have, yeah, I would have been 11 That's that, that August. That's a perfect time to go to Disneyland. Yeah. yeah. In fact, I wish everybody... That's hearing this. Yes. Doesn't take anybody less than 11 years old to Disneyland. Oh, yeah. No, don't go when you're 10. Like, no. Seven. Yeah. No. Lord help you. Take a four-year-old. You should be just locked up in uh, that goofy playhouse. Yes. With 18, <laughs> 18 other four-year-olds. Other four-year-olds. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Hmm. That's just my personal take yeah. because I'm selfish. It's, uh, I think, no, I think it should be a rule. I know it's not just you. Yeah. It's me too. Somehow they got the idea that Disneyland is for children. That's, that's it's not for. Look at the scale of things. This is, it's all human, <laughs> it's like all, adult yeah. scale. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Maybe Toontown, but even then. There's rides that they can't even go on. You have to be this yeah. high. What's the point? They should have that right outside the gate. If you're yeah. not this high, you can't, you can't even, go you in. You can't even get into the place. Because <laughs> they're just crying. They're crying, they're lounging, there's strollers everywhere. If you can't walk a yeah. solid eight hours yes. nonstop, no. this is Forget not it. for you. No. No. How old are you when you first went to uh, Disneyland? Two. And it oh. was a disaster. I was two the first time I went. Oh, really? Yeah, I've made multiple trips. It was two, uh, 11, and 16, and then I don't count the other trips because then I'm an adult. Right. It doesn't have the same, I, same no. thing. Yeah. Yeah, I wow. Two, and then when was the next trip? Uh, two, and then I was seven, ah. six or seven. Mm-hmm. Wow, so not that. So two well, wasted trips. Yeah, that was a completely <laughs> wasted trip. My first trip was really the one when I was about uh, thirteen, yeah. which was the perfect age. Yeah. Eleven to twelve, thirteen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Forget about it. Yeah. I went when I was fourteen. No, fifteen. That would yeah. be good too. Fifteen. Yeah. yeah. Eric was five. Right. He shouldn't have gone. He shouldn't have gone. No, I, it's I, too young. I voted against it. To this day, he hates the. He hates going. He does because and his they, wife hates going. Yeah, and his children hate going. Yeah, no, they both love going, but they'll never go with their parents again. <laughs> no. Huh. 
Oh, we thought they hated going. Right. When they were with their parents. Because that was the illusion they gave. That's right. And then when they were separated, they talk like or that. Or they speak a language I don't understand, which is entirely possible. But pulled out of school, obviously, too often to go to Disneyland. <laughs> I think so. I've never been able to pick up a lot of acting classes. Oh, well. well, there you go. Well, Disneyland. Yeah. So, 76. 76. Is where that started. And many people said we would never even get to 76. You did. Yeah, I said we're not doing yeah. the 76. Yeah. Well, we'll see. It's a case by case basis. Yes. But we actually, uh, people uh, commented. People have left messages. Have they? Yes. On your home phone? No, 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 no. On our, on our blog. On our, on our blog. Wow. I brought a couple of examples. What? Oh, excellent. Are you interested in the examples? Sure, or? sure, sure. Let's, let's hear that. Uh... Are they threatening? Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> vaguely threatening. <laughs> that might have been me. <laughs> no, we hmm. got, uh, we got uh, one from somebody named Zoe, which is actually worth about five. Yeah. Because if anybody named Zoe... That's right. Wants to contact us. That, that ups our cool quotient. I yeah. think so, because normally they're, they're too cool for podcasts. Yeah. Uh, Zoe, uh, she left a comment. I think that Zoe would be a girl. Hey, eh? Zoe? Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to go with that. I'm going to go with that, yeah. On, uh, also on a great episode, episode 42B. <laughs> oh, was that the, uh, that's was the that, do-over? Was uh, that the do-over? Right? Yes. Huh. That's the, uh, so I don't know. Well, here's an axiom now. Yeah, that's that's uh, the one that the, the, the Sneaky Dragon did. <laughs> that was yeah. our best episode our ever. Best episode. That's our best episode. We're not on it. And she wrote on it, that cocktail sounds awesome. Wow. Maybe we should do the cocktails from episode 42 again. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe. Yeah. It was the, uh, the, the, was the, cur- was it the yeah, colonel. The colonel. Something or other. And, and uh, uh, Partridge. No, they were both Elvisy themed. Oh, right. Kentucky Colonel. Kentucky, Kentucky Colonel. Sorry, Kentucky and, uh, Colonel and the the oh the the Burnside. Burnside. The Burnside, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. You know this. <laughs> yeah. The Cypress. And Zoe said, "Awesome cocktail." But we don't cocktail know which sounds awesome. But we don't know which cocktail. We do not. Oh. Well, I think it was the Kentucky Colonel because it was clearly the best one. Uh, yeah. That was a good drink. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, uh, my uncle Jack left a lengthy post. Did he? Yes. Now this is great. Is he retired? He is retired. Oh, okay. That's, he's got time for a late <laughs> But I think he would care enough to, oh. to, to let us know anyway. Mm-hmm. I guess he would. He's been a long-time listener. Yes. He's a conscientious uh, observer <laughs> as well. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> that's where you were going with came, that. He came to Canada about 1969. <laughs> said, I'm not going over there. I'm going to go to Canada. No, I'm just kidding. No, he was already here. And said, I'm, not already gonna here. Go. I'm not going to go. I'm, I'm, going going. I'm still not going. You don't have to go. Huh? I, I don't care what you say. I'm yeah. not going. In our last episode, I don't know if you fellas remember, we did beer cocktails. We yeah. did. Yes. yes. Well, one of them was great. I want to do, I haven't done the IP. I should have done one by now. Yeah. But I've been busy. All right. He said he really liked that. In fact, he see, he says another good episode. Uh, I was flattered that you used my suggestion, and anybody else out there can also make a suggestion, and we will dig in. We love a challenge. Yeah. We love anything, actually. Yeah. And the thought that at least he could do was make one of them. He made a few variations. Wow. Of the Campari and IPA, oh. and also tried a Campari Pilsner. Uh, he varied the ratio. You can read yeah. it all on there. Holy smokes. He preferred a 1 to 4 ratio rather than the BBC ratio of 1 to 6. Hmm. And he tried it with varying amounts of the blood orange pop. Huh. And no, too much and it became too sweet. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He had a tall can of Steamworks Pilsner, 
which he says here is one of the best BC Pilsners. So a shout out there to Steamworks. All right, Steamworks. Uh, he substituted it for the IPA, and it yeah. wasn't a bad drink. And someone with an aversion to too much bitter would probably prefer to use the uh, oh, a, a Pilsner. And this is interesting because, as I told you on the show, mm-hmm. I tried a, a raspberry beer, oh, the 1604, mm-hmm, which I preferred much more over the one we used, yes. which was the Granville Island one. <laughs> Sorry, mm-hmm. Granville Island. And then after that, I tried a, a strawberry one, mm-hmm. which I think would have worked even better than the raspberry one. Oh. So anyway, so he for the raspberry one, uh, he said the original BBC recipe called for a Lindemann's framboise, which I don't know if we could even get. Mm. Uh, maybe we could have. But uh, he says it's much better and much more expensive than the Granville Island beer. Hmm. And then he notes that the Trading Post in Langley has just come out with a raspberry beer as well. Hmm. And that that's, might, that's just it's, it's literally the down beer. the road. Yeah. Right Who knew? Hmm. Uh, and then finally, he said, as I said previously, I have, uh, I have been comped beer cocktails in the past. Because <laughs> uh, he works on the craft beer magazine. Oh. But he's never ordered one. And he doesn't think that will change, but he will make the Campari IPA at home. Mm-hmm. So thanks for that. So it was a huge long comment. Oh, there you yeah. go. So that was fantastic. Yeah, so thanks for listening to this episode. Yes. But the comment that really... There was another one? There was another one. And this is the one that really put me over the edge and said, we got to keep doing this show. All right. Is it mine? This one, no, this one comes from UK Best Essays. Oh, Oh, UK. And uh, this huh. is, uh, they commented on our episode 25, An mm-hmm. Apple a Day, yeah. which was uh-huh. cocktails with Applejack and Calvados. Mm-hmm. And they wrote, An Apple code and all episodes are combined for the utilization of the goals in life. The aspect is injected for the reflection in the sight and shadow of the combined items or the humans. And I think these words are as true today as they were in. Two box time. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, yeah. just, it sounds it like just, a... It got me right. Somewhere. Uh, yeah, in the yeah. left shoulder. Yes. I, I think their artificial intelligence algorithms <laughs> might need a bit more fine-tuning before, <laughs> they, before it auto-comments on everybody's <laughs> blog. Yeah. But anyway. But still. Yeah. They had me at an apple code and all episodes are combined for the utilization of goals in life. Yeah, no. So here we are. Yeah, here we are. We have returned. Thank you, UK's best (laughs) essay service. A big shout out to our sponsor. Next time I've got an essay coming up, I'm going to get hold of those guys. I may delete that one. Oh. Oh, from the UK. From the UK essay writing one. Yeah. Their previous to that, their bots have been at least uh, mentioned drinks. Oh, okay. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, we also had another couple of comments from friends. Uh, Sheila encouraged other people to mm-hmm. comment. And uh, 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 Laura, uh, whose no. English is a little shaky, <laughs> yeah. also uh, sent a message. Yeah. So keep those comments coming, folks. And we'll devote a listener's mail segment. Laura writes, I look forward to more episodes to entertainment me during my long drives for work. <laughs> She might have been using the UK essay. I think actually that's the... <laughs> she's been using the UK service a lot. So. Mm. Wow. Anyway. She hasn't got time to do a comments on blog posts, so she, she has them do them all for her now. <laughs> that's nice. Excellent. So, yes, many comments. So, thank you for, mm-hmm. for listening in. As when, when, when we did the last blog post, we had 75 subscribers to this show. We thank every last oh. one of them. Mm-hmm. I think on average, over the three years we've done this, our average has been about 48 yeah. But it's gone up as high as uh, 75, anyway. Oh, yeah. so. Okay. 
Yeah. So you can you can unsubscribe as well. Apparently, that must happen on a regular basis. Ah, okay. And that's what I don't know. Why would you listen and then go? No. Well, I mean, I can imagine based on the first. How long have we been talking? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Eleven minutes. Yeah, based on the first eleven minutes. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so let's get to drinking. So let's get here. to drinking so, for so, the ice cubes. So this milk. started when I got. Um, I got text, you know, Kate Stadel, uh, I tell you, she's really putting the work in. She was out at a conference in, uh, in Montreal, and she was hitting the bars and drinking the only the finest stuff. So she'd send me stuff and say, which which of these uh, should I get? And so she sent me one, uh, when, uh, it was just after our last episode. And so uh, it was at Le Serpent, in, or Le Serpent. Mm, and it might even be Le Serpent. When you, oh. when you wouldn't even oh. hit the tea. Le Serpent. Oh, Le Serpent. Oh, Tabernacle. Anyway, so she was there and uh, she uh, was looking. She said, There's one. And she sent me a funny. She sent me a menu shot and then said, uh, and I, I don't know what's in the paper plane. The paper plane wasn't on that. And I said, well, I don't see the paper plane. He said, Oh, yeah, it's not on that list. Okay. So, but I was at home, so I, I looked it up like this. Because I'm a speed typist. And, uh, yeah, so I thought, well, and she, she likes a Negroni. I said, well, this is very similar to a Negroni. You'll like it. She said, I don't want it. And I said, no, I have it. You'll like it. And your friends will think you're cool. And that's sold her on it. So. <laughs> and said, they will. It'll make mm-hmm. a good story. And so she had it, and she said, I love it. And so I thought, well, okay, well, we're going to make that one. And so you haven't secretly made this at home, have you? No, no, I was, I was going to, but I didn't. Did you bring the recipe? Uh, <laughs> what? Fortunately, I looked it up several oh. times, and it's all the same proportions. Yes. It's one of those easy-peasy exactly. drinksy-dinksies. <laughs> so, wow. Yeah, that was a good one. And, and there was some other, another one on there, but it's, when I, by the time I deciphered it, it basically seemed like it was a margarita. Yes, that's true. Because it had the, the Curacao comma Ferrand, and I thought, oh, it's, it's, it's Quebec. So it's probably they probably meant the friend Curacao. So basically, they just had a tequila and a, and a mezcal instead of just a tequila and a uh, margarita. And a margarita. Right. Well, if you're going to do it, you do it with just a mezcal, and then at least it would be a nice smoky margarita. But then it's just a smoky margarita. So, which you know, I'll have. Sure, but we're trying to I don't know do push the envelope. Uh, Not really, no. but we've done a margarita yeah. and we've done a daisy. Yeah. And so I don't know if we've done a mezcal cocktail, but maybe we. No, I think we're sort of all secretly afraid, like a Dave. Yeah, a little in space. I can taste the rubber already <laughs> in my my taste buds. Well, I'll tell you, I uh, I made margaritas for my folks on the weekend. Oh yeah, little tiny ones because you know they're in the mid eighties. They get knocking back three ounces of alcohol, so their margaritas only had two ounces of alcohol. Oh, <laughs> they still shouldn't be drinking. No. But I, I, take, I took some mezcal with me, and I gave them, because they were afraid of it, and I said, well, have a, have a whiff. They said, my mother said, well, that's very nice. It's almost fruit-flavored. It wasn't, but no, you know. No. Something might be wrong with her. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> a little bit smoky, but, you know. So I think if you have a good mezcal, it could be good. But I, I thought, you're sure we haven't done a mezcal cocktail? I think we, I think, I think we have. And it was horrible. We used really a mezcal yeah. one. For a Paloma, maybe? I think so. I think we would have used a tequila for a Paloma. I would have thought, but maybe if we had a recipe that called for mezcal. Well, unfortunately, Unless we, we just did a shot of the we mezcal. We had the search feature. We, we did a shot. We might have just sampled some. Yeah. All right. But yes, we have a search feature, so we could actually search our website. I will. And see if we've mentioned it That's in it. any way, shape, or we form. We haven't. I'm, I want to do one. Well, you gave me a bottle of mezcal. Really? And I have a bottle of mezcal, so between the two of us, that's... 
almost two bottles of mezcal. So it's called a paper plane. Oh, that's right, the paper plane. Do you know the history of it? Uh, Dave does. No, I don't. You looked it up. You were telling I me. No, I looked up the proportions. <laughs> I didn't look up the history. So uh, it's a relatively recent cocktail. So this is um, uh, a fellow, Sam. It, it's, it's based on the song Paper Plane. I know Paper Moon. Yeah. Paper Plane? I don't know Paper Plane. No, I don't know Paper Plane. Let's do the Paper Moon instead, because that, that one, yeah. I can hum. <laughs> I bet there is a Paper Moon. Oh, of course there is. It's a bourbon drink. Uh, yes. Yeah. Interesting. So there's a, there's a one here that mentions the, the guy. And... Uh, I'm yeah, gonna start just start it. making it. Yeah, you start making it. <laughs> so I've switched out the Amaro. So they, uh, some of the recipes call for an Amaro Nonino Quintessenziale. Yeah. But uh, we've got, we, I've got another fine Amaro over here, the Montenegro. Yes, which I think we used in another fine beverage of some sort in some time in our sometime career. That's right. So I thought, well, let's just do that one. So, uh, so the paper plane is supposed to be a riff on the last word cocktail. Uh, and it was, oh, this one doesn't have the guy's name on it. So, last word cocktail is right here. Okay. Yes. I accept your cookies. <laughs> oh my goodness, he's. I think he's fallen into the. So the last word is gin, uh, chartreuse, and maraschino liqueur. So I don't think it's all that similar. It's it's a riff in the same way that they're all made with alcohol. <laughs> That's really not much of a riff. No, you know. So there's a, an Amaro Montenegro in there. There's yes. a bourbon in there. There's Aperol. Right. Which is in there. And Here, what let, else is let in me, there? Uh, let me r rattle this off for you. Yeah. yeah, we've been waiting about three minutes. So oh, oh, we, do we need lemon juice in it? Is that the fourth um, ingredient? We need an equal amount of lemon juice. So you're doing a one. It's a it's a one to one to one ratio. So it's a one to one to one. Or two to two to two, depending on how big a cocktail you want to make. Yeah. So I've just been just been doing a filling this glass all the way to the top. Perfect. That's how I do it. <laughs> so you do one and a half ounces. I was doing one and a half. Okay, that'll work. And one and a half. And one and a half. Because it, it depends on a few, a few different. Recipes, and so some call for um, more volume, basically. So more volume. More volume. Whatever. Volume, volume. That's how we. That's how we make a profit. Can you make that go up to about the three tablespoon mark? Oh, we're gonna be here all day. We got the driest lemons in Christendom. Oh, oh no! Look at that. That's fantastic. We got one more of those squeezes, and we're there. Jesus, see how I tied Christendom into the squeezes and the Jesus. But that one didn't. No, that was a faulty one. That was. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, half of that lemon was empty. Oh. Unless <laughs> you used the bottom. blanks. <laughs> it was probably the Christendom joke. And Jesus uh, didn't like it. your he lemon. Put a, he put a curse on it. That's, that's what he does. That's as I understand it. I mean, I don't have a lot of knowledge of uh, the Bible, but I know it's mostly curses and, <laughs> and hexes. A little bit more. That's perfect. Now, this sort of scares me. I think this is going to be a pretty tart drink. So equal amounts, bourbon, which is a whiskey, mm -hmm. Amaro Montenegro, which is a bitter yep. liqueur. And Aperol. Aperol, which is, which is an aperitivo. It's Swedish and bitterish. It's, uh, it's, it's best of I thought it was yeah. Italian. <laughs> That's right. Not Swedish. It's your entry level of, of bitterness, I think. Oh, okay. And then a lemon, which they, uh, they make in most countries around the world. Yeah, anywhere where it's... Not Canada. <laughs> no. It's too damn cold. We have lemon trees, but they oh. don't do very well. No. 
All right. And I imagine, this is, is this a shaken drink, Frederino? It is. Well, then we'll shake it. With ice. With ice. The paper plane. Yeah. The Based paper on the plane. song that nobody knows. Oh, somebody knows. Involving liqueurs that nobody knows. <laughs> this has been the theme of this one. Well, this is a weird one, yeah. That's the same thing. The weird, the weird ingredient. And Kate did have it? Yes, she did. And she thought it was fantastic. Okay. So if it's not fantastic... Uh, She's not coming to be a guest on the no, show. This no. is this sort of hinges yeah. on her whole appearance. Question right, her judgment. Yeah. All right, that seems nice and chilled. I cannot hold it any longer. All right. All right. Yes, apparently originally invented by Sam Ross. Sam Ross. You know Sam Ross? I know Dan Ross. He could be related. He's, he, he claims to be the creator of the penicillin cocktail. Oh, wow. Not the creator of penicillin. Or also the creator of penicillin. Wow. Because he's a multi talented uh, guy. Multi platinum artist. And multi platinum artist <laughs> at the same time. Now, this one looks nice. This yeah, is uh, uh, not pretty. A lot of that's going to be probably your Aperol coming through because it's just an orange, wonderful looking uh, liqueur. Are we to garnish it with anything or is this. This one, I think, was uh, garnish-free. Excellent. As, as, as we'd like to say. Well then, gentlemen of elegant leisure, both you fellows, try one of those. Thank you very much. I, too, will sample one you using will. only my bouche. <laughs> and your, your bare bouche? <laughs> my bare bouche. Oh, let's see if I got the nose. So, the, yeah, the nose has all of that Amaro... Uh, Bitter sort of Aperol. stuff on it. Mm. Oh my God, Fred I just jumped right into it. Mm. 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 That, that's not. It's not bitter at all. No. no, holy cow! All right, Kate, you can come on the show. You've passed the audition. <laughs> yeah, wasn't that? It's not something. Yes, it's bitter. Ish. Ish. But but uh, but it gets pushed around by the sweet. Mm -hmm. It's like a battle of bitter and sweet. If, the, if it's like a, wins. It's like a Game of Thrones cocktail. Ooh. If anybody, uh, if, yeah. uh, if we, that? I a, don't know. I'm, I'm one of those that, people who's never seen an episode. Is that of Game a Tolkien? Of yeah, it should be Tolkien. Yeah, it's sort of a Tolkien ripoff. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. From George R. R. Martin. Yeah. Yeah. That was George R. R. Tolkien. No. <laughs> no. You know, it's like he doesn't want to be confused with the Beatles producer. Oh, George exactly. Please. Yeah. Oh, God forbid you get in one. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to get Yeah, no, I read the first book, mm -hmm. and I was uh, I was put off, but I'm easily put off. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that it wasn't a good book, and I'm not saying that you couldn't easily get hooked on it. What are you saying? I was not. I was no. put off. Because I don't know if you've read any of it. Have you read any of no. it or done anything with the. the I mean, I like, a nice, worlds I like a nice dragon. Sure. But uh, I don't know. In the book, and I'm sure people will vouch for me, and I mm -hmm. think a lot of people have liked this about the show and the books, mm -hmm. is you'd find a character and then that character were to get killed. Oh. And then you'd go, oh, well, I guess this is sort of my character that I'm going to follow through. And they would get killed. Mm -hmm. And then you'd say, well, all right, well, I'll follow this guy. Yeah. And he would get killed. And I said, you know what? <laughs> no. No, forget nah. it. <laughs> I'm out. I'm not investing any more uh, 
uh, time in this. I get you. And now I, I don't know how I feel about, I mean, this guy was doing a literary work. Mm-hmm. And now the, the TV show bypass or pass catches up. Mm-hmm. And so the TV show drives the book. Drives the book? Yeah. Well, I don't know if I care for that either. No. Well, TV should know its place. As Bob Denver once said, <laughs> well, Ian Fleming mm-hmm. um, copied himself because he, he uh, they wrote the screenplay for Thunderball and then he wrote the book. Oh, okay. And that's all the whole court case thing, of course, everybody knows about. <laughs> Roe versus Thunderball. Yeah. <laughs> so he, he co-wrote the screenplay with a guy. And then um, they decided to rake it into a book and he put his name on it. My book. And the guy, you know. Anyway, so the guy sued. And he got the rights to Thunderball. Mm-hmm. And that's how Sony ended up making uh, Never Say Never Again. Right. At the same time as Octopus. Because right? uh, Never Say Never Again is uh, Thunderball, basically. Right. Hmm. Uh, and and so the, and then they were going to make another one. And then Sony and MGM, they, they all merged. And so everything got fixed. Hmm. They were going to start suing each other, making competing movies. They're basically going to keep making Thunderball over and over again. <laughs> That's what they thought was going to work. Yeah. Hmm. And only years later did they realize they could just keep making Spider-Man again and again and again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Way better. Because the best story mm-hmm. of any of those stories is always the origin story. Yeah. Nobody wants another story. They want that first story. Um, so how many, uh, off the subject, of course... Uh, how many James Bond books were there before the first movie came out? Uh, how many were written before the first movie came out? Yeah. That's a good way to ask it. <laughs> um, probably about four. Okay. Four or five. I, 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 I've never compared the timeline between the two. But uh, Doctor No was the first movie. Uh, Casino Royale was the first book. Uh, so, uh, I don't remember the order of them anymore. Uh, I used to be love, I used to just study the order of things. Yes, and I don't anymore. I didn't even watch the order of things. <laughs> uh, Dave is a huge Godzilla fan. He will now name all of the Godzilla movies <laughs> yes. in chronological order. Mm. Uh, but, there was Godzilla versus Bruce Lee. <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite. Mm-hmm. Godzilla and, versus the Martians. Mm-hmm. Godzilla versus Chuck Norris mm-hmm. <laughs> for the American market. The American market. <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, so it's, it's, it has happened in the past that a the, little bit. the product has driven the other thing. Yeah, and then uh, and then after that, he wrote uh, all the other books predated the movie because the, there was a bit of a schmozzle going on there. Mm-hmm. And uh, then he said, "I'm going to write Chitty Chitty Bang Bang." Yeah, and nobody heard from Ian Fleming ever Did again. He died. <laughs> I don't think he was that old when he died. He wasn't that old. No, mm-hmm. no, he. Uh, he he faded away. He was uh, he had. Um, you mean that's another word for drank himself to death? No, he just yeah. wouldn't take no. He, they said, "Oh, you're not looking good. You should rest." And he said, "No, I'm going to go golfing in Scotland." Hmm. All right. Okay. And then, wow. Hmm. So he really said never said never again. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <nice. laughs> he never he never said he, never. He again. never said never again. He said, "Yeah, I give him one more time." Is what he kept saying. Hmm. Did he die in the sixties? Yeah. And was he in his 60s? Uh, ah. Not quite. Too bad, because yeah, that would have made that interesting. Would have, would have, really. <laughs> uh, but he really did a lot of stuff during World War II, because they said he said he, he implied that he did, and then people said he didn't. And then once the Official Secrets Act 
uh, was sort of relaxed and the whole Bletchley Park thing came out. It turns out he did a lot of stuff during World War II, but by then people were tired of hearing about him. Right. And, and he also, as I recall, when we were at Bletchley Park, he suggested a lot of those James Bond yes. ideas and people were like, no, we're not going to do that. Said, we'll make a little tiny submarine and yep. we'll go right under the ice cap or whatever. And <laughs> yes. he said, no, we're not, we're not doing that. The killer pencil. Killer pencil. But some of his stuff they did. They did make a killer pencil, but it was it was three feet long. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. 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 The sixties, but then the sixties got around. It was. They had to hit him with it. Yeah. Everything was macro size. <laughs> Not gonna work. Wow. What makes this work? I can't figure it out. I don't know what makes the uh, the paper plane work. Hmm. Folding. Precision folding, I think, is the is the secret. Well, yes, it's got great stain power. It has mm-hmm. good legs. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's uh, I would say, and I was probably me being tricked by the flavors that come from the apérol as well as the tartness from the citrus. But it, it's orange to me. It feels like yeah. a it feels like an orange juice drink. Yeah, you could make uh, a woozle out of this, or an <laughs> orange Julius. Yeah, like a. Adult this has got one of those special pori caps on it, so you can't, you can't really get a good whiff off of that, unfortunately. Yeah, mm. but this is very interesting. Yeah. For someone to, and, and the fact that it's you, you could drink eight of these and still keep making them because oh. you'd say it was just equal this, equal yeah. this, equal this. Yeah, you mm-hmm. get your coffee mug and you yeah. just keep filling it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And then share it out as much as you need to. <laughs> yeah. No, I am tickled by that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's... And this, this would actually be a great drink for a, a first-time cocktail person. Yes. Because you'd have to get so many neat bottles. Mm. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, there's quite a variety and of then it's bottle like, shapes. Huh, well, what am I going to do with all these neat bottles? And that's how it starts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The next one won't be nearly as neat. Well, it's more complicated, if that helps. I guess, well, slightly... But, but also aviated-related. Yes, I, well, uh, the, the thought was, what do we do to complement right. the paper plane? Yeah. <laughs> do we do another bourbon drink? Which I sort of thought would be a good idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I like bourbon. Sure, I like bourbon, too. I like bourbon. Mm, I don't like the bourbons. Mm. That's uh. awkward. <laughs> well, this is our final episode. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Yeah. It had to happen sooner or later. <laughs> it took the Bourbon dynasty to bring us down. So. But I was snooping around mm-hmm. uh, on the Imbibe website because I still get emails from Imbibe magazine. Mm-hmm. And I started to look at the drinks. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know how. I don't know. You Suddenly, just I just kept looking. And up came the P38 Lightning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which fine, is fine, fine airplane. Right, a World War II airplane. Mm-hmm. Am I correct? Yes, built by Lockheed. Oh, and it, I've seen pictures. It has the double tail thing on it. Oh, yeah. Double nacelles. Right. Yeah, I love the double oh, tail. I know. And I, I only knew nacelles from Star Trek. Yeah. I didn't know they existed. In real life. <laughs> no, I thought it was just a made up name from the 25th century. <laughs> yeah. Because in their nacelles, they hold up the warp thing. Yeah, right. Whereas these nacelles hold the tail together and make yeah. it into a plane. Yeah. Huh. Still important. So I don't know, was it a fighter plane? Was it rigged yes. up with machine guns? Yeah, it was a type of fighter. And it took, uh, <clears throat> took a flight over Germany or mm. over yeah. the South Pacific? This uh, is an Germany. American plane. Yeah, uh, Germany. The, the lot of pictures I saw were in, in, um, in Europe. So France, there's some pictures of them on the ground in France and, and England. So I don't know if the P-38 made it to the Pacific. I think it did. Actually, you know, I think P-38 did make it eventually out to the Pacific Theater. Mm. I love the Pacific Theater. Oh, oh, yeah. Some of the favorite movies of 
of all times. Oh, yeah. That's why it's many a good time at the Pacific Theater. That's I just love Pacific Theater in general. Yeah. They do some good productions. Yeah. You don't care for the Atlantic Theater or the... Uh... Yeah, it's all come from afar or come from away. It's <laughs> yeah, all that's that. true. They just keep doing that over and over again. <laughs> come from away. I come from away. I'd kind of like to see come from away. Yeah, and I kind of don't want to see come uh, from away. It's coming back again, I think. I don't think it's been here yet, has it? It's been here... Uh, it came to Seattle. It, it's, it's, it's either been here or it's sold out. And, it's, and if it is coming, I don't, I don't care because I can't get a ticket. Right. But I think, it's, I think it has been here. I think they did a little song from it on The Simpsons the other night and yes. got in a little bit of, <laughs> a little bit of trouble. Oh, mm. good for them. Yeah. Give a little shout out to the Canadians. That's right. Um, to the Newfies, particularly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> you know. Did you see it? Have it's, you heard about the controversy? I heard about it, and, uh, you know, some people just can't take a joke. <laughs> I, guess, I guess that's it. I think they've been taking, they've been, for, uh, how long has The Simpsons been on? Oh, uh, 30, 30 years, I think. 30 years. So for 30 years, they've been taking pot shots at the Americans, <laughs> American right. government, Ameri- you know. <laughs> and so, one episode, after 30 years, they, they take some shots at Canadians. Hey! You can't say, that's mean. That's right. But uh, they'd already taken shots at Canadians. Because remember, oh, yeah. one time Bart was uh, went to school. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. In Canada, and, and he learned like French. He was kidnapped. Wasn't oh, he was kidnapped. Man, was, that, so. was that up here? Was that or is that actually France? I can't remember. I can't remember. He was, he, but was they've been to Canada episodes. before. Yes, they've done Canada before. Mm-hmm. I think they came to the Winter Olympics too. I had overlap <laughs> with the comic books, unfortunately, yes. so I don't know. Uh, <laughs> only. Ian Boothby could sort us out. Uh, a little Newfoundland character uh, beat a stuffed seal. Yeah. And then sang a song, I think, from Come From Away <laughs> while kicking the head around. Yeah. And it's not like they don't club seals. No, it's, it isn't. So it's just, you know, they don't like to talk about it. I don't. No. I'm Canadian. You should see what we do to cows. I never clubbed one. <laughs> Well, if one came at you, you probably would. Oh, yeah, no. I almost had a bull come at me once. What? Yeah. I don't think I've ever heard of this. No, I don't like to talk about it. It was uh, Dark Days at the Gurries. And the, the what? Yeah, my cousins, the Gurries. The, they had the, a bull. The Gurries? They had the Gurries. It reminded me of the Gurries had a bull. Old McGurry had a bull. <laughs> had a and bull. my cousins took us out there, and uh, oh, yeah. I was afraid of the bull. I said, here, Jason, here's this red <laughs> <laughs> cape. Yeah. Flap it around, would you? It's a little bit damp. Could you just try and dry it out a little bit? You shake it in the breeze. Yeah. And, dress, and they dressed me like the Flash as well. <laughs> so even if I didn't have the cape, yeah. that was trouble. Yeah. Anyway. I digress. Oh. So uh, anyway, the P38 Lightning. So the P38 Lightning seemed neat. And then it was a unique drink. I sometimes hesitate to do drinks from Imbibe Magazine. Mm-hmm. Because I think that a lot of people that like cocktails might have already known about it and drank it. Right. Maybe they don't. Maybe they don't. You read it, and you don't always make it. This yeah. is true. But we're making it. Oh, yeah, we're making it. Um, it's from a bar in Los Angeles, California. Oh, is that a suburb of San Jose? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just a little south of San Jose. And the, <laughs> the sleepy town of Los Angeles, oh, California. That sounds uh, great. A lot of little... little uh... It's inland. Yeah? A lot of people think it's on the coast, but Mm. it's not on the coast. It's inland. It's inland a little bit. Yes, it's about 30 miles inland. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, uh, a little bar there called Here and Now. Right, which we looked up. On the internet. Yeah. Yeah. And it's near the railroad tracks. It's a bar. It's a railroad-themed bar. Yeah. If you can imagine. I love the sound of it already. Because... 
railways and drinking just seemed to go hand in. Mm -hmm. And I just like the sound of railways. No, no I, it's not. It, well, I, I, uh, I'm, maybe. I'm, I'm sleepy. If you're on the train, it makes that sound. If you're standing, does it sound like the same? But it's going by. Oh, that's the noise it no, makes. No, I don't do that. That's you going by the, <laughs> that's the right. signal thing. Oh, with the silence or whatever. The, right. I forget what that is. The crossing? Level crossing. Yes, but the fact that the tone changes when you go by. Oh, the Doppler effect. It's the Doppler effect. Now, that's a good drink. <laughs> you can also get that in here and now in Los Angeles. <laughs> It's down near uh, Japantown or Little Tokyo or whatever yep, they call that. The art, the art district now. They call it the, also the art district because that sells better. Mm -hmm. A lot of museums down there. Right. Not down by the tracks. Not down <laughs> by the tracks. Which they found, they, that's what they called the area for the longest time. Mm -hmm. The tourists weren't buying it. Because you're afraid you'll get on the wrong side of the exactly. tracks. And you'll be in trouble. But this is on the west side, so it's okay. To be perfectly fair for the drink, yep. I'm going to rinse out the no. whatever bitterness we... Oh, Look at you. Johnny brings another shaker. <laughs> so it's uh, it's about a half a mile from Philippe's, which we've talked about <laughs> more than people want to hear. People are cuckoo about Philippe's. How's the mustard, by the way? Have you tried I, it? Oh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I send it back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. But next week, maybe. No. So, no? <laughs> I have mustard that's open. This is special mustard. No, no, it's not special mustard. This is the mustard of the gods. You can get more Philippe. mustard. I... More mustard? Oh, yes, yeah, right. You ordered more. I ordered more. I'm well, got... not going to use all the mustard up. What are you, just having spoonfuls of mustard? I've got four spares. The worst Mary Poppins song. <laughs> oh, a spoonful <laughs> of mustard <laughs> helps the... So what's in this uh, cocktail? In the P38 Lightning, you got gin, you got apricot liqueur... You got Velvet Falernum, mm -hmm. which is probably going to be the trickiest thing for you to get a hold of. And it's got something called Lime Juice, but we're going to substitute Lime Juice for it. <laughs> mm. yeah. And then, Good call. you combine all of those ingredients in a shaker. Oh, some sugar as well. And you shake it all up, and you strain it into a rocks glass, what we got right here. Mm -hmm. And then you spritz absinthe over the drink yeah. and garnish with... Where's my garnish going? Oh, the star and another one? Yeah. Yeah. But where did I this put is it? the garnish of the gods. Oh, I love garnish of the gods. Star well, anise. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Look People at that. sometimes call it star anise. Yeah? yeah. But I think I've also heard it called star anise. I call it stare. We're going to call it anise. stare anise. <laughs> you know why? <laughs> because it's funny. It's funny. It's funny. Come on, it's a joke. Exactly. Yeah. There's people on those stare anus, anus uh, plantations. And they're just, oh, no one will ever use it now. No one's going to use it. It tastes like licorice. Anyway, <laughs> Nobody likes licorice. Nobody likes licorice. Um, Except for Fred Partridge. Yeah, mm. I love licorice. Oh, if it's salted, mm. oh. covered with brick dust. <laughs> what are you doing over there? Who, me? Yeah. I, does this have a blade on it? No, no that's, a, that's just a prop knife. <laughs> this is a safety knife. Yep. So it's got all the edges have been dulled. Oh my God, I can't even cut through anything. All right. Uh, how much of this do we need? So yeah, so you're going to combine it, all the ingredients in the shaker, uh, strain into the rocks glass, and then you spritz absinthe over the drink. Spritz yeah, absinthe. I know. Isn't that classy? That's actually a good name for a villain. Yeah. He's slightly fey, though. Yeah. Spritz absinthe. My name is Spritz absinthe. <laughs> 
No, that doesn't sound right. No. no. Work, work, work on, on that. that. All right. So I will uh, double the amounts again for this uh, beverage. Ah. And of course, all the recipe is all on the uh, blog site. You don't, you don't have time to write it down now. No, you're busy uh, driving. Yes. Go home and look on the website, yeah. and you will find all of the required proportions mm -hmm. for you to What is the website, Jason, again? Give us a uh, eBay.com. <laughs> <laughs> you can buy anything there. It's www.thegentlemanofelegantleisure.com. No, 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 it's not the gentleman. Oh. No. It's not triple W, gentlemanofelegantleisure.com. That's, that's right. See, if you knew the answer, Dave. <laughs> well, I can't do everything. I'm, I'm yeah. running the camera. I think but you're... <laughs> Directing I Jason? The only reason you can't do everything is you're not focused. <laughs> well, it's like ADHD. Yeah. Oh, I, I got one of them ADHD cables and I plugged it in. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Did it help? It you didn't hurt. Focused? Now, what are we doing? Oh, we're going to try to... Ryan Reynolds, you're a Vancouver boy. <laughs> yeah. We are in a suburb of Vancouver. You could be here in 25 minutes on the number one in a good day. Probably. Yeah. Please come and be on our show and be a guest because we are going to be using... Look what we're using. Yeah. Aviation gin. Yeah. Wow. I already had some. Already? We didn't even just buy it special. No. We, well, of course it was special. Yeah. <laughs> it was on sale. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Aviation gin. We're doing a P-38 Lightning. Yeah. It's, it's a match made in heaven. They use Ford's gin. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Harrison. No, I think we've had Ford's gin before. We bought it somewhere. You, I, I, uh, you, I you had it. one. And it's a very good gin. And you too. drank it. I drank it like, <laughs> like it was going out of style. But it didn't go out of style. No. But we're using aviation gin. And we would love to use more aviation gin. Send us all of the aviation <laughs> gin you can. And we will use it on the show. Sure. Because we love you and we love the aviation gin. We've had it before. I'm not, I'm not just saying we love the gin. No. Anyway. I've lost my and the bottle's bottle. great, too. The bottle's great. Oh, yeah, that's a beautiful bottle. Yeah. No, they're hitting all the marks. Oh, yeah. It's very well done. I've been fighting. It already existed before Mr. Reynolds bought it, I believe. Right? Where's that from? What's Port that? Portland? I don't know. I got it in my hand, but I don't have... I'm pouring it. I can't be reading it. <laughs> well, it's the guys from Portland that, uh, that were making it before. Oh. It? I don't know. I'm going to hand it to you so you can read it while I Oh, because I've got the super microvision. Yeah, well, you've got supervision. Uh, I mean, you have that. <laughs> Sorry, I, I require supervision. You've got that I'm... ankle bracelet sure. thing that will <laughs> detonate. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, exactly. I've so. got cable vision. See? We've got all the visions. We've got all the visions. It's funny. It has very little... Oh, there it is. Uh, warning. Oh, never mind. Uh, batch distilled and bottled by House Spirits Distillery. Portland, Oregon. Portland, Oregon. Oh, Oregon. And we love Portland. Oh, oh it's a fine I can't tell you. Distilled from grain, by the way. This is not a potato. This is not potato gin. No. Some of America's finest cities are in the Pacific Northwest. They sure are. They really are. They really make a, I mean, make some a... of North America's greatest cities. Yes, if you lump Vancouver in there. I do lump Vancouver in. I don't know if I'd lump Vancouver in. No? It rains yeah. a lot here. Rains a lot. There's that. It's dreadfully expensive. <laughs> Oh, sure, but once you're here, you don't want to go anywhere else. 
All right. So yeah, what I've done here? Yeah, I don't know about that. Oh, okay. What I've done here is I put I've put fantastic aviation gin in here. I've put apricot liqueur in here. I've put velvet falernum, which is a product of Barbados and has a whole weird allspice crazy flavor going on in there. Really? I got lime juice in here. It's almost like it should be a tiki drink with gin. Actually, I wonder if it is. I don't know. We won't know till you make it. I'm going to shake it up. Yeah. I'm going to put it into these three little glasses here, and then we're going to tell the folks at home what we think of it. And I think you're onto something. I'm going to garnish it, and this is going to be probably the prettiest picture we've had on here in a long, long time. Yeah. Oh, good. That's what my thinking is. Well, Fred brought out his big fancy camera. Big, fancy. That's the oh. click, click noise you're all hearing. Really? Does it sound like this? It sounds a little bit like that. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm surprised you don't need physiotherapy. Oh, oh I does. need physiotherapy, but I don't have coverage for physiotherapy. Wow. Jesus. <laughs> way, to, way to bring the mood of the room down. <laughs> so, how are you? All right. Oh, you know what I forgot to put in? Sorry, folks. We have to shake it one more time. Yay! Put... It's got uh, a tablespoon of sugar. Oh, yeah. I gotta... What does that help it do? I don't know, but we're going to have to shake the hell out of it because sugar and alcoholic stuff doesn't actually blend very well. No. Oh, so you're going to have to shake it extra hard? Yes, until it doesn't sound like a slurry. <laughs> does it sound like a slurry still? That's where you live, isn't it? Bit. Don't you live in slurry? <laughs> I do live in slurry. Living in White Rock means never having to say you're slurry. Okay. Your hands are uh, all blue. Sure they're blue. They're so <laughs> sad. All right. So I don't know. Uh, I mean, that's... You don't know? I almost kind of wanted to do it without the sugar, but anyway. It's like, it right. seemed to me that it would already be... Full of flavor it and fun. Seems yeah. like it should be. So uh, I think. But maybe okay. that's approximating a sugar syrup going into it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Without affecting the volume. What? Uh, yeah, it would. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, okay. Can you do okay. maybe a quarter ounce of sugar syrup? Strain. Strain. Into a rocks glass. Let's see how this there goes. There we go. Boom, boom, boom. You know what it looks like? What? Something yellow. Looks like a, like. Any of the 150 drinks we've made <laughs> on the show before. Well, sometimes your color palette is limited. That's yeah, it's true. It's the flavor you know, that's really. It's, uh, you know, it's either going to be brown like bourbon, or <laughs> yellow like lime juice, or lemon juice, or green like lime juice. And you don't have too many uh, options color-wise. This is your preloaded oh, spritz. Oh yeah, you're going to spritz gonna away. Spritz with the absinthe. Is so, it all? I think it needs to be <laughs> the cap. Pops off, but you need to pump it a couple of times. Go, oh. A couple of squirts. So a couple of. Here. Okay. Here, let me. Ah! Yeah, you <laughs> release the hounds. Ah. Oh, there we go. Oh, okay. Oh, he's, you're going to prime the pump. Yeah. Sorry. Hopefully that should spritz away. Okay, so we'll just give it one of these. Did it work? And this. Did it work? And this. <laughs> Oh, so you've actually, you've actually, this, this thing actually builds up air pressure in it. Yeah. So I'm not going to squirt, squirt, squirt. It's like an aerosol can now. Yeah. Oh my God, that's dangerous. <laughs> this could go off in my hand. It could. Yeah. If this was, t is this tempered? Uh, I don't think so. No. Well, I'm furious. <laughs> okay. And now here we go with our little garnish. Oh, yeah. I want to see the garnish. Star and 
is. No. So the P-38 Lightning. Now, here's what I think is cool about this. Looks like a little propeller. Oh! oh uh, I see that now. Much like the brilliant little propeller on Aviation Gym. <laughs> Please, come and do the oh. show. Here we go. All right. Here we go. Uh, thank, thank you, you sir. Picture of that. Look at that. Uh... That's funny. Yeah, you got to get a picture from the top. Yes. Because it's... Uh... You know, otherwise you don't get the full effect. This, this drink is credited to Aaron Melendrez, Damien Diaz, and Othon Nolasco. Wow. Three people had three a hand people. in this. Mm, boy, this is nice. It yeah. seems to smell like a... You get a little bit of the uh, absinthe. Uh, we use the taboo from uh, uh, the Okanagan here in beautiful British Columbia. Yeah, that's from Okanagan Spirits. Wherever else in the world you're getting your garbage absinthe from, forget about it. Get it from uh, the Okanagan. No, it's really, they do a good job. Yes. I am. Uh, mm. Jeez, I like this equally well as oh. the first one. Oh! Wowie, wow, wow. Ryan Reynolds, come on the show and we will make you a P38 Lightning. I would. This is a fantastic drink. It's got so many layers. And it's got a little bit of sweetness. Now we understand why we had to put that sugar in. Yeah. Oh my goodness, that's wonderful. Now, do you think it's too licorice for people that don't like licorice? I don't think it's too licorice -y. I'm no. not a big licorice fan, and I don't find it overpowering. Because the, spi the spritz is just enough. Yes, just there, just in the background. Because sometimes, uh, yeah. I think it's more nosy. Mm -hmm. I think it's more nosy. It's not on the mouth. No. That's what people like about yes. it. Dans le nez, not sans la bouche. Oui, c'est ça. <laughs> c'est ça, c'est vrai. Yeah, no, that's a wonderful drink to, uh, mm. to do here for our final episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. No, that's very good. The P38 Lightning. And then I go back to the other one. Mm -hmm. It's still good. And it's still good. This is probably the two oh, best drinks we've done in I a long time. I never want to leave. Well, then you've got to live with Dave and Jessica then. I'm going. All right. Good night, everybody. <laughs> They're lovely people. Don't get me wrong. Oh, I got you wrong. <laughs> oh, that's... Oh, that... Dave, Dave came back without his glass. That I know. Neat. I gave it to my wife. She likes it. Interesting, because I'm also not a licorice fan. Not a licorice fan. And she didn't care for the first one. She didn't care for the paper plane. No. But uh, the P38, well. Yeah, no. It's the winner. Oh. And now I almost used up my apricot brandy on that. And I was thinking, good, I can never have to buy apricot brandy again. <laughs> now I find this drink. I'm going to be placing an order. Mm. Oh, I'm, I'm oh, all good on it. Well, you get that one. I get the garbage one. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever the local liquor store has. Mm. Okay. We did not use yours tonight. Oh, that's well. I'm gonna have to use it. We possibly should have, but I didn't want to necessarily waste it when I had this right at my hand. Uh, that's all right. Okay. Uh, can you remember what years ago we made the aviation cocktail? Was we that? did make the aviation. Cocktail. Did we like it? I don't remember. I think we thought it was okay. Yeah, it was okay. It was great. I think it's. Uh, but when it comes to the flight-themed cocktails, <laughs> these would be. Yeah, these, are, these would be the ones. The uh, aviation has that hard-to-find ingredient, which I forget. It's not the creme de violette, or it might be. It's, and if it's not the creme de violette, it's the other one. It's the, sort of it's a bluey, mm, purpley yeah, liqueur. Which I still don't know. Parfait Amour? Par Parfait Amour, yeah. Right. No, no, and so that was tricky to find, but mm. we tracked it down. And then there, when we read about it, it was something about that purple was supposed to turn blue in the drink. Right. Uh, is that what it was? It didn't really... There was two different stories, I think, about the aviation. One, mm. we thought it was blue for the sky, and then the other one, we thought it was a different color for something else. I don't know. I think it mm. was originally, 
when they originally made it, the liqueur that they had at the time made it blue, but I don't think that the stuff they have now make, make it so blue. I believe the book is right over here. Yes. Oh, good. Yes. But, uh, yeah, no, oh, man. Um, that is good. Ryan Reynolds would love that drink. I think he would. He seems like the kind of guy that would enjoy this kind of a cocktail. Yes. Please come on the show. We're very good people, and we live in Vancouver. <laughs> We've come out to Vancouver. Sure, sure. We could. We're, Dave's got a portable laptop. Yeah, I am. Mm-hmm. we got a microphone. We'll come out, we'll make some drinks, and we'll hang around and we'll laugh. Sure. Listen to a couple of the other ones, so you know that we're not just oh. a flash in the pan. We're quality people. Quality. Mm. I'm uh, The aviation. So where do you get the star anise from? Well, here's what's fun. Here, the aviation. Oh, I got it at the uh, spice store. Oh, okay. Well, those guys. Did I actually buy it somewhere special? Oh, I think I did. I think I went to Galloway's in New Westminster. But you can get star anise all over the place. Can you? I I've, never, so. I've never... It's never occurred to me to look for it. Oh, you know what you do if you're making rice? If you're, nope. You, uh, you ever make <laughs> rice? What's that? Which one's that? You know, the, Is the, that the pasta? It's the little white one that's uh, like a seed from, from Asia. <laughs> oh, Consumed okay. by a quarter of the world's population. <laughs> If not, yeah, it's like, a, it's like a pasta. And you put it in, sure, it's mm-hmm. a starch. Yeah. <laughs> you put it in boiling water. Right. And, and then you cook it up and it eventually absorbs all the boiling yeah. water and then so you have it. Handy. And you you eat a little it. water out of it. No, exactly. Mm. <laughs> it's a real time saver. You put away a dry bowl. <laughs> uh, but if you do that with a star anise in there and a couple of cardamom pods mm-hmm. and some salt and pepper, you got yourself a stew. Okay. The aviation here, yep. in this book, mm-hmm. what we might have done. Was gin, lemon juice, and maraschino liqueur. Right. Mm-hmm. Not blue at all. Not blue at all. But his little blurb on it, <coughs> uh, keep the gin and lemon, mm. uh, substitute creme vette or creme de violette for the maraschino when you have a blue moon. Mm-hmm. The original aviation had both maraschino and creme vette. Right. Giving the drink a sky tint in keeping with the name. But, but by the drink's heyday... It was the light translucent recipe I display below, which was without the uh, creme that's, that's from uh, Vintage Spirits and Forgotten Cocktails by mm-hmm. Ted Hag. In the aviation, he says, it's the earthy, clear, natural maraschino liqueur that makes the drink levitate. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really levitate. No. You have to have a special apparatus to mm-hmm. make it levitate. Yeah. Well, if you had three or four, you might think you're levitating. <laughs> oh, that's true enough. Or a propeller. My goodness, there's a book of poetry over here. Yeah, oh, well, I know. Uh, you turn your back on Dave for a minute. So think, so by a Vancouver poet. I think you got it out of the library. Yeah. Oh, the library? So that's like stealing. It's like stealing. Yeah. Because the, 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 the author gets nothing. No, the author gets squat. Yeah. But, but the author gets something, I think. Well, they get exposure. Well, they get they buy one book. Yeah, yeah, and but then they, no, t- and then five thousand people read it. Well, but there's money each time. Is there? There is. Because I wondered about that. Because it made no sense to me as to why you would ever let your book go into the library. <laughs> but they get money each time it's taken out. Oh. And yeah. it makes you feel a little bit better about the authors yes. of the world, now, doesn't it? Yeah. Mm. You know who I feel for? Ooh. Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Because he's never hung out with us. No. <sighs> Poor he father. doesn't know a good time until no. he's hung out with us. And Ryan, honestly, if you're listening, and mm-hmm. I know you are. IMDb us. We're actually actor type oh, people. Oh, sure. No, we've been in shows. Oh, I did a thing once. I've got one credit. Yeah, that's right. Dave has one credit yeah. on a shot in Vancouver show. Yeah. yeah. I uh, I was on um, uh, Tilt. Yeah, so was I. No. Right. But we also have been in other things. Oh, I, we? Well, you guys. Well, commercials. Oh, commercials. And I was on Robson Arms. Oh, you were. And I was on Madison. You were all And over. the Commish. And the Commish. It could have been that Ryan even watched Madison, yeah. longing to be an actor. Yeah. And he said, yeah, I'll do that. And he did it. Yep. 
and didn't do a podcast. Howard <laughs> Howard uh, wrangled once when uh, when Ryan was uh, was a young up and coming young feller on what he show? Was a skateboard. Oh, it was a movie or something. He was I think he was a, a special skills extra. Oh, and he showed up with it. He rolled in on his skateboard. Brought his own skateboard to set. I think so. We don't I, know what show it was, though. Uh, I don't know. Howard might remember. But Howard, Ryan uh, Howard, is, uh, Howard is Fred's brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he said he was a very polite young man, which is good. Howard doesn't have a lot of good things to say about many actors. That's true. But, uh, but he liked uh, Brendan Fraser. He liked uh, Ryan Reynolds. He said Michael Bublé was, was okay, but he didn't know who he was. He kept calling Michael Bubble. Now, when he was calling his name out, he said, Michael Bubble! And everybody was mad because he was already a, a very locally famous crooner. Sure. He used to go down to uh, whatever that locally famous crooner bar was. Yeah, Bubaloo. Bubaloo. Club Bubaloo? Or was it just Bubaloo? I think it was just Bubaloo. Right. It? it was just Bubaloo. And I think a lot of people thought that Buble and Bubaloo <laughs> were, were the same. somehow kind of... Like, oh, of course he is here. He owns the place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's his own, you know... It's own club. Yeah, so yeah. we actually have uh, we we have street cred. Sure. Yeah. Young Scott Wheeler used to um, MC at Bubaloo when uh, Michael was singing mm. for a brief period of time before he died. Not Michael Bublé. No. As far no. as I know, he's still going. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, no, uh, we're actually <laughs> we're far too big for this. For yeah, what, no, for, for no, doing think it. about it. Yeah. This is a hard way for us to contact Ryan Reynolds. We, we should have had my agent call. That's yeah. right. We should have been so big. Yep. Our people can contact his yeah. people. Anyway, but it would be awesome to do a little a little snippety show with Ryan Reynolds and Aviation Jim. No, well, five minutes we could come up. I mean, I'd make this one. I would make this one. Yeah. I think that would... Uh, that and perhaps he has a recipe that he would share. Maybe he says, you know what? I make a martini a particular way with gin, and it would be fantastic. <laughs> What's the matter with you? <laughs> well, he'd have to show me. Oh, God. He'd have to sell me on the you idea. Know, a, you'd make a hissing noise like that, and you'll spook Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> really? Because <laughs> yeah. he's afraid of snakes? Of course he's afraid of snakes. Who isn't afraid of snakes? Well, I guess. Any, any snake that hisses, I any guess you should really be afraid of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. What about the silent ones? Those two? The fertile ants? Oh, the fertile ants. Yeah. Yeah. I've been in the countries where the fertile ants lurks in the jungle. Really? Deadly venomous snake. Well, it's venomous snake in the Western Hemisphere, apparently. Where, where is that? And why, make sure I don't go there. It's in Belize. No, I'm not going to Belize. Oh, you should. No. It's a beautiful it's, country. It's got but a, it's got a fertile ants. <laughs> yeah, slithering through the jungle. And it's silent. I don't know if it's silent. We don't know if it's silent. I don't know. Nothing's truly silent. I just like the name. Fertile ants. Uh, <laughs> uh, how does it feel about seawater? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's... Well, find out. It makes a big difference to me. How does he feel about sea biscuit? Yeah. Well, he's bitten him on the ass a few <laughs> couple of times. I like just Toby, to Toby increase his speed. Good. All right, we gotta we gotta up our game. We can't just be doing sea biscuit jokes. So we're no, trying, we're that's Brian really for the show. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's a pretty deep. You want to no. swear more? No, but we should. We should come up with a Deadpool cocktail. Yeah. If he hasn't already got one. He should have. He can tell us on the show. Yeah. Or you could make it up on the spot. That's how it's dangerous. That's yeah, no, you I was playing poker one time with a guy that made up a game on the spot. Yeah. That doesn't work. <laughs> no. <laughs> it takes years to make up a game. Yeah. You can't just make something up. No. He put back two and suddenly this was random or, or wild and this was this. And I said, no. And we put three down again and yeah. choose again. Do I know who this person is? Yes, you do. Oh, okay. You don't have to say. No, 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 because we're going to try to get him on the show too. Oh, oh okay. But uh, he always won. No, no. He didn't play anymore after that. <laughs> it was his one and only trip out to poker night as oh. far as I know. Uh-huh. Hmm. 
Well, do we have a winner between these two drinks before we Jeez. drift away from it? I don't know. They're, so the P38 Lightning. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, go on. I cut you off. They're no, both. I, I think I'm going to lean a little more to the P38. I just think it's a more interesting drink, I guess. So I, 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 I like, yeah, it's got, it's got a little bit of an edge. And I think it's the, the mist of absinthe. Mm. Mm. Like it's not heavy handed because a lot of cocktails that use absinthe. It's too much. A quarter of an ounce. A quarter of an ounce could be too much absinthe. Yes. That's why I think we've done a drink too where you pour it into the glass and then yeah. you swirl and you dump it out. Yeah. So that's, that's a hint. That's, yeah. that's too much. <laughs> yeah. you, you know, the thickness of the coating is... Um, I'm just surprised that you've used half the bottle of this absinthe well, because it's used quarter, only for... A quarter of the bottle is <laughs> in that spritz bottle. So. Oh, you're right. <laughs> it is. There you go. Uh, so, uh, but, but yeah, I mean, this is, and it's great absinthe. I mean, uh, don't get me wrong. It's just the, the power is, it, it just knocks everything else out. Yes. And so but you, in this case, the spritz of that, the sweetness of the sugar and the falernum mm-hmm. and the apricot liqueur, the gin is in, is, is, is featured. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. fantastic. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. I would, if we were asking our old question of would you order this drink again in a restaurant? I would order it. I would order it again. We don't ask yeah, that question anymore, though. Oh, well, we could. Okay. Well, which, one, which one would you order again? Unfortunately, I would order both these again. But I'd probably order the P38 again before I ordered the paper plane at this moment in time. If, if I was going to make more than one yeah. at home, yeah. I would make the paper plane because it's easier. Is it? Well, it's one to one to one. Oh, bloop, I see. Bloop. This is one and a half to a quarter, quarter, three quarters, and a tablespoon of sugar. Yeah, and you I, have to get I, an absinthe mist and a star anise. <laughs> star so, anise. Yeah. So if, if you were going to if you're gonna make this at home, this would be the first one you made. Do not make this second, although you did a pretty good job. Oh, thanks, pal. Yeah, I have to say. But these were only kiddie-sized cocktails, too. If you had a full-size paper plane, can you imagine? Oh, I would have I'd watch it off Dave's roof. Yeah. <laughs> Sail over Langley, <laughs> scattering gifts to all the children. Because you're on a hill here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is perfect. Yeah, right over so. the Costco, and away oh, we go. Sure. Speaking of my roof, yes, sir. <laughs> this morning I was working on my computer and I heard, uh oh, flickers. Santa Claus. Yeah, you're damn. Yeah. Oh, those pesky. They're oh. they're nice looking birds. Yeah. The northern flicker, but it's a woodpecker, yeah. and it's on our roof, it's, and it's it's taking out its territory. Yeah, but it looks like it's it's like a, it's doing it like on the on the like the the, the, the fan metal, turret, the metal bench. the metal. <laughs> yeah, it's metal. Yeah. It's, you stupid it's, bird. It's no, it's it's letting all the other flickers know this is my territory. Stay away. So I, I thought I don't want to look because you know he's probably gonna be buggering up the roof. So I throw a rock at it. Oh, it completely ignores that. Of course, it doesn't scare him at all. It knows that your ability with sports. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I said, "Oh man, <laughs> you think you're going to scare me with a rock? And you're obviously uh, a wimp at baseball." The odds of you hitting me from all the way down <laughs> from there, all the way down. Yeah, but I, uh, uh, I shouldn't be throwing rocks at birds. Ryan Reynolds loves birds. <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to scare. It. I wasn't oh, trying to true. hit it. Of course, but it wasn't scared at all. No, no, they don't care about. They don't care about it. They can. They know there's there's grub in that aluminum. <laughs> You want to sound like an eagle? Yeah. Can you do an eagle noise? No. Well, you're gonna have but to But I could probably record or find a. Maybe you could. Oh, or you know what you're gonna have to do? 
up on the roof with a, uh, an owl uh, oh. decoy thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. I, can't get, I, I have a very tall... Oops. This is true. And I'm actually, gonna... he, uh, Dave was attacked by an owl a couple of years ago. Yeah, oh, I was. Really? What were you doing? I was walking down the sidewalk here and <sighs> just outside my house. And you're doing something a little no, more. No, that's funny. Your barn owls come swooping down, a young one, because they're learning to hunt. Because you tried to take a picture of it. <clears throat> I was going to take a picture of it. and swooped down and I had to take my hat off the back. Uh, no, I took my jacket off. I swung it around. That scared him off. But yeah, took a couple of. Was it circling? Was it circling? It, it you? just swooped down, tried mm-hmm. to grab my head, and then landed in a tree. And I came back and tried to swoop again. I did some research. And if you try to take a picture of a young owl, yes. it will attack you because there's something that cameras do. And mm-hmm. maybe it's that first little flash of light that it puts right. out because it's doing the autofocus. Like mm-hmm. And it causes owls to say, No, I'm coming. Wow. <laughs> So uh, don't take pictures of uh, owls. Yeah. No. Oh. Well, they have those huge eyes, right? It's going to freak them out. It's not, it's not good for them at all. No, it's and Ryan Reynolds loves owls. He so does. Don't ever maul or molest an owl. I would, no. I would never do anything no. mean to an owl. No, no. I kicked Big Bird in the shins. But that was it. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, that's a joke. That's yeah, sure. the quality of the humor on the show, well, Ryan. Uh, I wouldn't kick Big Bird. Technically, I think uh, Big Bird's a mascot. And as everybody knows, you can do whatever you want to a mascot. Big Bird's not a mascot. Are you sure? Yes. No. Oh. It's an actual, it. it's an actual bird? It. No, he's not an actual bird. It looks like a mascot. Spoiler alert. <laughs> No, if he was Could a mascot, be. he would have like a Sesame Street jersey <laughs> yeah. Doesn't he sometimes have a Sesame Street? And he'd be at Sesame Street games. Does, no, fire and does he ever wear like, yeah. a, a, a team shirt or anything? <sighs> he really is old. He, he really doesn't is really... Old. Have you ever watched an episode of Sesame Street? Yeah, but, but I haven't watched one for about 20 years. So he, I assume they've got more he, commercialized. He talks He's, like the kind of guy that was about 20 when Sesame Street started. Uh, in, uh, I was. 1969. I, was. I only watched it for about five or six years while I was going through university. Oh, <laughs> sure. And then I was out. Like, yeah. cause it, it helped me graduate through get through the English program. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Sesame Street. It's the same. It's the same. It's the same? All right. So he doesn't wear, like, the Oakland A's t-shirt or anything like that. No. He's not like the Philly fanatic. (laughs) Okay. Or uh, what's that new guy from uh, Grizz? Is it Grizz? (laughs) There's a a new mascot that you see all the time. He's orange and he's fuzzy. What about the the safety dog? The police? McGruff, the crime dog? The crime dog. Yeah. Or uh, what's his name? Uh, Smokey the Bear. (laughs) Not who I was thinking. Is that like any of those? (laughs) He's a lot oh. like McGruff the Crime Dog. McBird? Big Bird? No, he's not like McGruff the Crime Dog. I think they're both trying to public service is their, their function. Oh, okay. Yes, you know? no. They they, have been, they're, they're, both, elect, they're both elected officials. <laughs> yeah, I think. It's they a, want your vote. It's an honorary... It's and an what was McGruff... What was what, what did he represent? Something to do with crime, but... Well, he had a I, I don't understand what... what, what yeah, he seemed to be just concerned about general crime. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, well, whatever Car crime, theft? whatever crime, uh, you know, elementary school kids yeah, were concerned I, about. That's a good point. What was McGruff all about? He was he had a trench coat and a yeah. hat. He was sort of a dragnet kind of a yeah, dog. A little bit, yeah. But he didn't seem to talk to the kids. He was just telling you to lock up stuff. Was that what he was about? Uh, well, I, you know, that's a good point. You should lock up your stuff. I was thinking a hootie. And the blowfish? No, no, no. Pre-blowfish. <laughs> Pre-blowfish hoodie? I've uh, I've looked up McGruff the crime dog okay. on Wikipedia. Yeah. Is an anth- anthropomorphic mm. dog created by dancer Fitzgerald by dancer Fitzgerald Sample through the Ad Council and later the National Crime Prevention Council. 
to increase crime awareness and personal safety in the United States. It really hasn't worked. <laughs> so anthropomorphic dog. Huh. That's what they should have called him. Yeah. Not McGruff the dog. So there he is. There's big McGruff. Bird, is Big Bird an anthropomorphic That's bird? Him. Yeah. McGruff the crime dog. I guess Big Bird. Well, I don't know. No, I mean, I guess he is. Yeah, all right. I wasn't thinking of Hootie. I was thinking of Woodsy. And the Blowfish? No. <laughs> Pre-Blowfish. Pre-Blowfish Woodsy? Woodsy was a big owl. Really? I don't... And Ryan Reynolds loves owls. As everybody knows. And Woodsy uh, was against littering. He was like a nature bird. Help Woodsy spread the word. Never be a dirty bird in the city or in the woods. Please keep America looking good. Woodsy. Woodsy. I remember Woodsy. I don't remember Woodsy. Well, that's why you litter everywhere. Sorry, Ryan. (laughs) Fred doesn't have to come. It could just be Dave and I. I, And he won't even throw a rock. I do my best. You know, I try. These are all words. <laughs> You're not going to get all yoda on me. There is no try. Did you know that McGruff had a nephew? Scruff? Scruff. Was he a, a troubled teen? I don't know. It doesn't mention Scruff. Scruff. It just mentions his name. but doesn't Is his last name McGruff? Is it Scruff McGruff? I think so. <laughs> well, then what was McGruff's first name? Sam? <laughs> Leonardo. Leonardo McGruff? <laughs> I just assume that the anthropomorphic dogs have first and last names. Now, if you're listening to the show still, and I hope you are, Ryan, yeah. um, you can tell that both these drinks work. Oh, yeah. It's become completely silly. <laughs> no, no, I'm really enjoying this uh, P38 Lightning. When it starts to slide into McGruff the Crime Dog. You know, you know it's time to, for our up. favorite sign-off. <laughs> favorite sign-off. But before Courage. that... Courage. Yes? I'll mention our social media. Fred scares oh, me yes. with her. Oh. With his courage. Yeah, say, how can Ryan Reynolds get a hold of us? This is the way to market this. Well, he can go to our website mm-hmm. and leave a comment. Of course. That would help. GentlemanElegantLeisure.com. And it? also on our website, if mm-hmm. you click on the more button, you get to a contact page which has a generic Gmail account yeah, which right. will contact us. Yep. We will not sell your email address to anybody. No. Nope. We don't even know anybody. <laughs> and uh, how course, else? We're on Instagram. Cocktail Podcast is our handle. Mm-hmm. We're on Facebook. Cocktail Gents. And YouTube. We're there too. And you check out our videos. Right. And you can link to all of those off of the only the first page. If you only go to the first page, there's there's buttons it's down the side. Yeah, yeah. That's all you have to remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Including a donation. A donation if you'd like to donate. Yeah. yeah. If you want to have a have us make a drink, you can put that on there too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, if you've been to a bar and you've had a drink and you'd like to see what we think of it, or have us put a spin on it, maybe you think this drink would be great if. Mm. If you're a liquor distributor and you want us to have a make a Campari drink or make a, a, a Irish whiskey drink or make a yeah, uh, whatever want, drink, want yeah. us to taste your stuff and tell us tell you if it's good or not, mm-hmm. you might not want us to do that. If you're a local bitters maker and you oh, want yeah. us to try your bitters in a drink, mm-hmm. we'll do that too. Yeah, just, just give oh, us a message. We'll, we'll just about do anything. If you want Ryan Reynolds to do it, <laughs> get get his contact his agent. Yeah. And see if you can get him to come on. Get him on the show. But Aviation Gin is a fantastic product. Yeah, that is. A, that's a great. Yeah. I'm sold on the bottle alone. No, I'm sold on the bottle alone. I'm going yeah. to put my flowers in this one. I do. I, I honestly do. I, I think they've it's done it. I think they've changed the logo a little bit. When I first bought it, it had a slightly different logo, but it's a great logo. It's, it's got a good 
a deco yeah. uh, quality to the oh, thing that's there. Got a nice scent. Yeah. And it does. Gin is fantastic. Uh, Fred has a problem with gin, and I don't know why. I'm just going to have a little sip of it straight here. I, um, it's full of bot botanicals. Yeah. The, 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 the flavoring of it is great. That's good for you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> In fact, I think Ryan Reynolds, and I wish I had the quote, he yeah. had something. He said something about uh, gin is what vodka wishes it could be or something I think like that. that. Yeah. What vodka wants to be when it grows what up. What vodka wants to be when it grows up. And I agree with it. Yeah. I do. I do. It's, uh, you know, thanks for playing vodka. <laughs> you lose. Mm. Mm. And it is. It's very nice. It's probably a good mixing one, too, because it's not too heavy on any of the botanicals, mm. but all the botanicals are there. Mm. Juniper. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A little bit of citrus. I love gin. Mm. Everybody should drink gin. I drink. It's more of a traditional. Uh, you know, we, we've had the Queensboro, and it's got that spruce tips in it, but which which sort of pushes it off to the side a little bit. This is uh, a little more traditional, but it's got more bite. Yeah. Than um, so it's a little more oomph than like a Tanqueray. Yeah, it's got mm. a little buzz on the uh, on the mm. tongue. Mm. But is the percentage still forty percent? 42. 42. Thank uh -huh. you, Ryan. Yeah, way to go. That's the exchange rate where he's built it in there because he knows. <laughs> yeah. We should probably call him Mr. Reynolds. Should we? Yeah, and then we once he says, Sorry, Mr. Reynolds. You can call me Ryan. Yeah, I guess we really need permission. Yeah. yeah. Just to be cautious. But he could be a gentleman of elegant leisure. If sure. anybody is a gentleman of elegant leisure, it's yeah. Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. He, yeah, I think he, he could be. It, it really, really wouldn't take much. Wow. And I bet when he's in a bar, yes, and someone serves him a drink, especially if it's his own aviation gin, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. he would, you know. Oh well, sure, because he's a great deep big, into his pockets. He's a, he's, a, he's a class act and a Hollywood actor, and uh, he has his reputation to think of. Even if he had crummy service, I think Ryan Reynolds, <laughs> being a gentleman of elegant leisure, mm -hmm. yeah. would do what we all do. Sure, he would tip, tip big. big. Please come on our show. 